Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thank you for joining me this morning. My guest, Waukesha County Judge Jennifer Doro, a candidate for Wisconsin Supreme Court. Good morning, Judge Doro. How are you? Good morning, Meg and Central Wisconsin. I am doing great. How are you doing today? Well, not too bad. I'm looking outside. It's it. it uh, I guess we got our two days of sun this week, and <laughs> it's not happening today. I don't think we've got a little bit down here in Waukesha County, so it is nice to see in January, no doubt. Yes, we'll send it up to us, please. I would really appreciate it. <laughs> so, D- Judge Doro, I wanted to uh, first of all introduce you or reintroduce you to um, our listening audience. Uh, just talk a little bit about. Uh, where you uh, started out, I, 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 as I recall, I think you are a native of Waukesha and Waukesha County, and and then just what brought you to this point where you are going to run for state Supreme Court justice? I am a native of Wisconsin, lifetime resident. This is my home. Love this state very, very much. I grew up in Waukesha County, as you stated and uh, went to law school, ultimately after going to college, of course, in the state of Virginia at Regent University, but always knew I was coming back home. In fact, my husband and I were dating at the time and made it a goal to become a prosecutor in my home county. I just fell in love with criminal law uh, when I went to law school. And that's what I eventually got to do for a number of years is prosecute cases and in Waukesha County and loved every minute of it. And then my husband and I made a decision because we had uh, our first two children uh, in pretty quick order. Sometimes that happens unexpectedly. And so we made a decision that I would go and work um, in the private sector and did that for a number of years until I was appointed to the bench by then Governor Scott Walker. And I've been on the bench for 11 years, presiding over cases over a variety of topics and issues and case types, including criminal cases. Many people know about that, but also civil cases and family cases. And I'm taking all of this experience, not only as a judge, but as a top trial court judge here in Wisconsin, who's been well-respected for many years. I'm one of nine chief judges that our Supreme Court has appointed to serve as a chief judge. I'm in my third term doing that. And I'm honored to serve as the chief of the chiefs, as we affectionately refer to it as. And that just means my peers, my eight peers on the committee of chief judges selected me to serve as the chair of that committee. And I come to this race with that depth and breadth of experience over 26 years. I've also, in addition to my time as a prosecutor, also worked as a guardian at litem and Uh, worked for children who had been abused and neglected. I have a lot of endorsements. I think you're going to talk about one of them coming up, but I have more law enforcement endorsements than any other candidate, 33 bipartisan sheriffs, the Milwaukee Police Association, and the 24 Waukesha County Police Chiefs uh, endorsed me as well. And that's just in the first 30 days. So I'm really excited to be in the race. I know you and your listeners know how important this race is. And that brings us uh, to today, just a little over a month uh, into my, my campaign to uh, serve as the next Supreme Court justice for this great state. Uh, yeah, I was speaking of your endorsements. I was excited to see. I see a, a growing list and looks like our Marathon County Sheriff, who was just recently 
sworn in as a new uh, as our new sheriff here, uh, Chad Billub and Marinette, also in our listening uh, audience, Langlade, uh, Marquette. I mean, I could go through the long list, but uh, our listeners can actually go out to your website, judgejennifer.com, and see for themselves all of your endorsements. Um, I think what was just occurred yesterday, which is very exciting news for you and for us, is that you have been endorsed by Justice Pat Rogensack, who is the uh, retiring justice on the state Supreme Court. Let's talk a little bit about that and your relationship with uh, Justice Rogensack. I am just thrilled that she has endorsed me in this race. Justice Rogensack has been a mentor, a colleague, and a friend. I've gotten to know her over her career. Um, more recently, of course, the last six years or so in my role as a chief judge. And she has spent 20 years on the Wisconsin Supreme Court as a very reliable judicial conservative, faithfully, fairly applying the law in a fair and impartial way. And it really just means the world to me that she has looked at all of the candidates uh, who are running for Supreme Court and has said to the state of Wisconsin, this is the best person who can do the job. And so, again, I'm just honored and thrilled and very grateful to her today. So we're, of course, very well aware of Justice Rogensack's uh, judicial philosophy. Let's talk a little bit about your judicial judicial philosophy, easy for me to say, Judge Jennifer Dorrell. Sure. Well, at its core, the role of a judge is to apply the law as written. And when judges stay true to the original meaning and what the words meant at the time, that leads to predictability, reliability, and stability. I would dare say our democracy depends on that type of an approach. So when each of us use our words in everyday life. Think of the contracts that we use or the wills that we write. We expect that the words we use won't be twisted later on by giving them a meaning that didn't even exist at the time when we used them or wrote them. And I believe that statutes and the Constitution should be treated no differently. The alternative to that is the folks who would say we have a living, breathing Constitution. That leads to unreliability and unpredictability, and frankly, no rule of law at all. So I also want to talk, obviously, what is somewhat noteworthy, and and you have a a great career as an attorney and a judge, but uh, you made headlines, obviously, and a lot of people were made aware of who you were during the course of the Waukesha Parade Killers Trial. And uh, let's talk a little bit about how that has affected your, um, I, 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 I'm presuming because you're a native of Waukesha that it, it, it hit everyone in that community, obviously very deeply, but talk about how that has, has uh, shaped the decision to run for uh, state Supreme Court. You know, at the core of my judicial approach, I've always looked at and applied fairness and impartiality. And I think the people who appear before judges expect that. Certainly they deserve that. And I've always done that in my approach. Of course, in the recent case, um, I was faced with a very difficult litigant. 
the citizens of Wisconsin and not just in Waukesha, right, but all across the state and even all across our country and into the world got to see my approach to fairness and impartiality up front in what I do. And I was so deeply touched by the feedback that I received by many people, including judges from across the country, even inmates sent me letters to say, you've restored my faith in the judicial system. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your fairness and impartiality. And through it all, what I did in that trial was protect the very rights of not only the person who engaged in the disruptive and disrespectful behavior, but I also ensured that the rights of the victims and the witnesses were also protected. And so through all of that, um, you know that many people encouraged me to think about running for the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Now, this is something that I've thought about for many, many years, but as they say, timing is everything. Mm -hmm. But I needed to listen to what some people were saying and really think about that. And that's what I did. I talked with my husband at length. I'm a woman of faith. I prayed about it as well. And I believe that that race really has called me into it because it's so important. And the unique really exposure that I've received through that and, of course, my experience and background make me the person who I think is best to serve the state and is the most electable. And so it's, it's helped shape why I'm doing this, but it's not the only reason, really not even a major reason, because, it again, it's something I've thought about for so long and I just want to continue to serve the people of Wisconsin. I think this is the best way for me to keep doing that. So you talked about, uh, or you alluded that you are a woman of faith. I am too. However, I have serious uh, problems with patience, <laughs> and I admire that in you. In obviously in in facing this this trial that you oversaw, and I guess as as a woman from one woman of faith to another, how. How do you, I mean, how, how did you dig deep to, to uh, be as patient as you were during that trial? It starts with a practice that I've had for many years, and that's to start my day every way, the same way. Getting up early to read my Bible and spend some time in prayer. That's how I focus myself for the day, ground myself, and remind myself that I'm just a part of a bigger plan and that my strength and wisdom come from above as well. And, you know, when you do that and you start with that and have done it for so long, it carries through to everything that we do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect, and uh, I can lose my patience and my cool at times. Just ask my kids. They'll tell you that. Um, but it really helped keep me centered and focused. And then on top of it or with it, I would say, just always applying the law, knowing the law, and making sure that every decision I make, whether it's a high-profile case or just a small case that is important to maybe just one or two people in the courtroom, is to start with the law, apply the law, and make decisions based on that. So who would you say are some of the, I mean, maybe there's a Supreme Court justice or even here in Wisconsin, uh, judges that you respect and admire the most? Well, I certainly have admired Justice Rogensack. 
Um, and I often find myself uh, thinking along similar lines of her, along with uh, Chief Justice Ziegler. On the U.S. Supreme Court, I appreciate Justice Amy Coney Barrett. She's a principal jurist who's dedicated to the rule of law. She writes opinions that are very clear, well-written, and I also admire her for her faith, her commitment to it, her commitment to her family, and of course, her commitment to being a jurist. So that, that, those are the three people that um, have shaped what I do. So I had to try really hard to get uh, to get you on our schedule. Get Involved Wisconsin is hosting an event uh, Saturday, January 21st to spotlight the uh, two candidates whom we believe are the most solid conservative candidates that will best represent the the uh, citizens here in Wisconsin. And I know that I worked with one of your staffers because I know you're a very dedicated mom. And um, I wanted to ask you, what are obviously you spend a lot of time with your kids, but uh, what are some of the things that you do outside of the courtroom for fun? Well, I would be remiss if I didn't mention I also have a daughter, and your staff and you, you work so graciously on my schedule for January 21st because she starts competing uh, on a travel volleyball team, and that's the very first day that she has a tournament. And so you are getting me on early so that I can get back uh, to the Milwaukee area to watch her play volleyball. I'm very much involved in my kids' sports. I've been, I was on a youth uh, football uh, organization. I sat on their board for many years, coached my daughter in flag football. I've coached her in volleyball. She's an accomplished ninja warrior athlete. I take her all across the country and, uh, you know, help her do that. And so I love my kids. I love being involved. I love their sports. Obviously, you take them to church as well. The boys are a little bit older, uh, 18 and almost 20. Uh, so the nice thing is, on occasion, I can get them to help me with all the driving. Um, and then, of course, I spend time on the weekend, uh, on Sunday, going to church. And on occasion, not so much lately, I do like to watch uh, a good series that might be on Netflix or some other platform. One of my favorites is the Chosen series. I don't know if you've watched oh, any yeah. of that. Mm -hmm. um, so, and of course, just spend time with family and friends. Okay, so getting back to the Ninja Warrior thing. So I've seen <laughs> that on television before. Has, has your daughter been able to complete the full course? So there's a variety of courses. Every competition has a different course. So that particular course is part of a TV show. So no, she hasn't done that, but she's done many. She's amazing. This child at 12 can do probably rip off 20 pull-ups in a heartbeat. Wow. She's incredible balance and is very agile. And uh, it's a lot of fun to watch her. Um, and it's exciting. So, and I'm really excited to watch volleyball too. It's neat to see her transition from the individual sport to the team sport. Uh, she's really, really enjoying that. And I probably would trip on my shoelaces on the way to the course for the Ninja Warrior thing. So I admire that as well. It's, it, I bet that's a really exciting thing to watch your kid do. It is. It can be a little nerve-wracking. You know, I was uh, a pretty decent high school and college athlete myself. I don't ever remember being as nervous as I am as a parent watching my children in their sports, especially my daughter. It's kind of crazy how 
that impacts us as parents. And, you know, they seem to fly through it, you know, with flying colors and without a worry, but I'm there, you know, biting my fingernails and my stomach churning because I'm hoping she'll, you know, do the best that she can. Right. Well, and let's face it, I, I would say I, I just, when I watched my kids play sports, I was always like, you gotta win. I think that's probably what made me the most nervous is just, uh, trying to console them or anticipating that we would have to console them if they didn't win or they didn't perform as they expected. So, well, Judge Jennifer Doro, I'm so excited to have you participating in this upcoming event here in Wassa, Get Involved Wisconsin event, and look forward to uh, hearing you uh, speak at our event. And, of course, we will get you in and out so that you can get to your your daughter's uh, volleyball games and volleyball tournaments for that weekend. But is there anything else you'd like to add uh, for our listeners to know about you that you stand above the other candidates? I would add, do not forget to vote. February 21st is the primary. It's going to be critical for conservatives to get out and vote. And just thank you to you for reminding people about that, talking about these issues, um, and letting us come on and talk about ourselves. I'm very grateful this morning that you've given me this opportunity. And if you need any more information, you said it before, but it's judgejennifer.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Well, thank you, Judge Jennifer Doro. I appreciate your time this morning. All the best to you. Look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Thank you. You too. Have a wonderful day. I'll try to send sunshine up your way. Okay. Thank you. I'll count. I'll count on it. <laughs> Alrighty. Bye. Thank you. Got to go to a break, and we'll be right back on WSAU feedback.